I'm Clifford. I'm Hannah. And this is Miles to Miles Life Podcast, where we will look into the Christian marriage, break down Bible verses, and share our stories from our marriage and our life experience, while having fun with each other as we spend quality time digging into these topics. So, welcome back. Uh, We have done a terrible job at keeping up with our podcast, mainly because we're still moving and we're in a new place. Um... We're lazy. <laughs> I mean, we could just say that, right? We're lazy. We've neglected you guys. I'm sorry. I, honestly, the, the the big thing was um, it was easy telling our, our life story mm-hmm. without a script. We don't really have a script all the time. No. And it was hard to come up with a topic and how what we were going to talk about and how we were going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so that was the issue we were running into going forward now yeah because we we want to know what we're going to talk about with everybody so i thought today we would talk about the roles and responsibilities in a marriage and i i did dig into the bible a little bit our marriage well i mean yeah i was going to get to that so i i dug into the bible because i really you know i've been kind of my own path trying to figure out what's the Bible say for me as a Christian man, what is, you know, my, my responsibilities, my duties, what is it that God is telling me to do? And I started going more into it and I, I have realized that it's not fair to tell people how to live their life really. And we can't tell people how to do things Mm -hmm. because everybody has a different life everybody has different things and what they're doing and I just realized we can't tell people how to live their lives all we can do is tell them what we're doing in our life and how we got there and maybe they can take that and use it I agree so let's I guess get started on the topic so in today's society We can all sit here and agree that in most places, a man and a woman both work a full-time job most of, most of the time. Yeah, it's very common. And, uh, it, I'm just trying to find a way to phrase this, but you have one side of the spectrum where people think women should stay at home and take care of the family, take care of the house and And the kids and the kids. Then you have the other side of the spectrum where everybody thinks women should just be at work and too. They should, you know, they shouldn't be stuck at home. Like it's a, it's a a dreadful place to be. And that's kind of why I started looking into this a little bit and realizing everybody has a different life. Sometimes a man and a woman have to work to provide sometimes that is the case right sometimes there are women that want to be the stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. and sometimes there are women who want to have a job and to be completely honest we're blessed enough really that we can survive off of what i'm making hannah doesn't have to work nope but hannah is an extrovert and so hannah wants to be able to be around people and not just be stuck at home Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm definitely okay with it. And I think that's why she has been looking at this part-time job. Yes. That you actually had another interview today, and mm-hmm. it sounds like you're getting the job. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. I to keep you on your toes. <laughs> I know. She is keeping me on my toes. It so. went well, babe. 
Tell us about it. They're Tell here. About the job? Yeah. Nobody's heard from us in like a few weeks. They want yeah. to know what, what so we're up to. This place called Acton Academy. And it's hard for me. It's like, the best way I can describe it is Montessori style school. Because if I go into the details, people kind of give me a glass, glossy eyed look or think of Lord of the Flies. Because kids really have independence and within reason, but they're the ones who take control of their education and try to, we encourage them to try to build systems that work for everyone to hold everyone accountable. Yeah. So adults really take a observing stance in the classroom and a guiding rather than I'm telling you what to do, I'm teaching you what to do. We ask questions to help kids think and make decisions on their own and then reap the consequences from those decisions. Hmm. Yeah, it's very interesting. I yeah. like it. And, and, I like that approach. and you're around kids and I think you're perfect for that. So thank you, babe. You're, uh, you're very, it's, it's amazing to see you work around kids, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Aww. You just have like a, a heart for kids. It's, it's amazing. And so thanks, babe. You're welcome. and so we we kind of we talked about our our roles and responsibilities and honestly when we when we first were engaged i think we were still trying to figure out those roles and responsibilities and sometimes i think you could talk about it before while you're dating someone i think you could talk about it when you're engaged i think it's something that's a continuous thing as, as roles and responsibilities yeah i agree go and i don't really remember us talking we, we, literally about it and saying what are you doing what am i doing well i think we, we talked what about what we ex- we'd have talked about the expectations we did talk yeah, about kind of what our expectations that. were do you remember how it went i don't to be honest i don't <laughs> <laughs> but we talked how about, did we get from that point to where we're at now well i mean we talked about it we have because otherwise we'd be fighting i think over things and the first thing i really want to talk about is expectations and if and I'm just going to use guys because I'm a guy. Of course. <laughs> and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to pick on the males. All right. And I'm going to say that if you expect that your wife is going to cook dinner every night, that's something you have to talk about. Mm, and honestly, if that is, if you have an expectation for your, you know, your, your wife or the person you're dating or engaged to, it's better to have that conversation way up front and not when you're married and, you know, having that conversation and realizing, oh, what did I get myself into type of thing. And there's there's nothing wrong. And I'm going to call it gender gender uh, expectations, right? Right. And the reason why I say gender expectations is I do the outside work. I'm not going to expect my wife to sit there and push a mower outside. I'm not going to expect Hannah to change you up. Now, there are some women out there who do that. Awesome. Good for you. Yeah, I don't know how to do those. But I grew up on, in rural Illinois where I worked, you know, outside. My dad worked outside. I grew up in that household. So that's a strength of yours, and we're operating our relationship Correct. based on that strength. Exactly. So we have strengths. Now, if Hannah was, let's just say Hannah grew up, in, you know, in a mechanic shop, and Hannah was good with vehicles, that would be her thing to change oil. Yeah. If you know if that was your strength, right? If I had an expectation that Hannah was going to cook dinner, let's just say that my expectation is you're going to cook dinner, right? And you know, actually, in our relationship, I do cook dinner, but it's not because he had the expectation that I'm supposed to cook dinner and he wanted a wife who always had dinner on the table. It's because I haven't been working and I know that he works really hard and he actually does a lot of stuff around the house. Sometimes I feel like he does more than me. <laughs> That's what's crazy. It's like, I've even had friends that like come over 
and see him just naturally doing the dishes and don't have to ask him or anything and they're like appalled they're like are you doing the dishes like do you want to know why very, do you want to know why very though? surprised in my in my first marriage i noticed that all the women they cook they clean and some of them work full-time jobs and I, and I saw when they had family gatherings, all the women congregated in the kitchen. They cooked, they cleaned, and all the men sat around the table talking about work and everything else. And that was normal to them. And I didn't want that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a part. And it's not that I didn't want to be a part of that. It was... What did you not... Like, what What did you think about that? Like, what was your first initial impression? It, it's it's hard because when I saw that some of the women in the family had full-time jobs and as much as what the males did, it was like, why is that the expectation that they cook and clean and do all this stuff and you guys don't help out and you guys just talk about work, you know, and maybe that's just something that they like doing. I mean, this was in Kansas, so a lot of Southern women, they, they mm -hmm saw their moms cooking and, and, and cleaning and maybe they take after that. I don't know. Maybe they saw their dad sit around the table and they just kind of thought that was the expectation. But Could be, yeah. I I would help cook and clean. I I would help at least clean. I, I'm a firm believer that if Hannah is going to take the time to prepare a meal for me, then I'm going to take the time to clean the kitchen and i really do appreciate that i'm very blessed because you do you yeah. handle it i don't and, have to worry about it yeah and i wanted i wanted to and we talked about it you know we have talked about hey if you cook i will clean the kitchen and now you guys may be saying well what if she doesn't cook what if you cook i still clean the kitchen and i still do it i don't even expect you to cook because you already work full time like i said i took that on because i knew that if i want to be a good partner and wife for my husband i need to at least like share some weight i'm sorry i don't expect a marriage to be we all we both have to pull each other's weight and balance each other out to manage a home and manage a family someday like we each need to carry weight because we're two partners trying to make a successful like try to live together and live life together but well and that's what i want to segue to so uh i have been diving deep into genesis uh, like I told you guys, I've, I've been trying, it's like this, I'm calling it the study of man, you know, what is the study of man throughout the, the biblical time. And mm. I've been really diving deep, really more into Genesis. So that's like where the beginning started. And, and the thing in, in Genesis chapter one, we actually know that man, God created man and woman in Genesis chapter one. It says it in there, but the how God created man and woman, Adam and Eve, was actually in chapter two. It goes into the how he did it. And the, the funny thing about Genesis chapter one is, you know, God created the heavens. God created, you know, the sun. And, uh, he, he even created Adam, and he said that was good. He, he said... That was not good. No, no, no. He created Adam, and he said oh, it was I see. good. Oh, I gotcha. He said it was good. Okay, sorry. And it's still funny because he, it, it's, he says... You know, it's, I just, it's so funny because, you know, I think about like myself making something and I just take a step back and I'm like, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I just picture God just, you know, creating these things. He's like, that is good. You know, <laughs> it's not like, ah, oh, it's okay. But it's yeah. like, you know, it's good. good. But the one time he says it's not good is when Adam is alone. Right. And so God creates Eve. And in the Bible, he says, I have, you know, I created a helper. And we look at helper 
as a negative term. Well, and the English language doesn't really give it justice. Helper doesn't sound very, very. But see, I don't, I don't agree with that though, because oh, all right, all right. the Holy Spirit is in the Bible is actually says the Holy Spirit is a helper. It says Jesus was a helper. You know, so if you if you if you don't sit here and focus on the negative and you focus on what was positive about that word, it, there's nothing wrong with the word helper. And and helper, it wasn't like God said, "All right, Adam, hey, yeah, I know you got a lot on your plate, so to dump some of that stuff off your plate, here's this woman over here." Mm -mm. And Adam didn't go, "Oh, that's great, she can go mow the lawn out back, and I'm gonna sit back and have a beer." You know, it wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. it, a helper is, is like what Hannah talked about. We help each other out. That's all a marriage is, working together. And honestly, sometimes Hannah does the dishes. She did it today. I didn't do them last night. Honestly, because I didn't have like a full... I didn't level. even notice you didn't do them last night. I just did what needed to be done. Yeah. I mean, and but she doesn't come up to me and be like, hey, you didn't do the dishes last night. You know, <laughs> I mean, we don't have that expectation because honestly... No. Uh, you know, I do have an expectation that, you know, Hannah's going to clean downstairs, you know, while I'm at work. We we talked about that that expectation and everything because I don't have the time for it. I don't have it's, that. It's unrealistic for you to do it. Correct. You work full time. It, so. yeah, correct. And I just don't have the time for it. But there's nothing wrong with having that expectation as long as we talk about it. Right. And it's realistic. It is. But does it, does it negate me from still helping Hannah out? No, it doesn't negate that I stop helping her. It doesn't mean that I say, oh, you got this. It's just like Hannah doing the dishes for me this morning. I didn't do them last night. I didn't do them. I'm not going to lie. I went to bed at eight o'clock last night. We were actually supposed to do this podcast episode and mm -hmm. I was egg. I was like, I'm going to bed. You've both been very tired. Yeah. And so she helped do the dishes. And sometimes we have expectations or things that we expect from one another. And sometimes like what? Like what's another expectation? I'm just, you helped me pull the weeds one weekend. You know, you consider that an outside task, right? So mm -hmm. I do the outside stuff normally. But Hannah was outside helping me pull the weeds so that I didn't have to mow the yard, clean everything else up outside, and pull the weeds. She helped me do that. She went out there and helped me, helped me pull those weeds. I feel like I need to help out more with you outside. But that's what it is, though. It's just helping. We're just helpers to one another. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I think that's the thing that you have to have is that conversation. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to judge anybody who does things the way that they do it in their family. There are women who want to be stay-at-home moms or stay-at-home wives, and they want to cook and clean. I think that's great. In all honesty, I've always I've always hoped that I can have a job that I can take care of things so that my wife wouldn't have to work. And the only Aww. reason why that is, is because I remember a conversation with my mom and her friend. I don't remember how old I was. And um, both both of them were full-time moms. And when I say full-time moms, like work and full-time and moms. And I remember uh, it was either my mom or her that said it, but she said, I know one day... I'm going to be able to, I'm not going to have to work anymore. I'm not going to have to worry about work anymore. And I think my nana was there too. And I thought she was like, you know, like, amen or something, you know, like that. And I just, <laughs> I remember that. It stuck with me. I never knew that. Because I, I know some women, they don't want to have to work and that's okay. Some women want to be the stay at home wife or the stay at home mom. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
And there's nothing wrong with the women who want to work. Some women want to work because they have to, to help provide. Right. Some women like yourself need to work so that they can be around people and mm -hmm. have conversation. And I think at the end of the day, we all just need to quit sitting here worrying about each other's business and worry about our own, which is why I decided to change the podcast episode mm. and how we were going to talk about the episode to talk about us and our business so that somebody can listen to this and be like, okay, because here's the thing, you can't have expectations for people. You And I, when I say you can't have expectations, you have to communicate those expectations. Hannah can't read my mind. We always make, we always... It's so funny. Okay. Anytime we get in arguments or something, it's always like, you know, Hannah's like, I can't read your mind. And I'm always just like, well, I just need you to anticipate anticipate my needs. That's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, see how hard that it. is. You make a joke. But, you know, that's, I feel like that's what we do in marriage. I feel like we sit here and think, well, why don't you read my mind? Why don't you anticipate my needs? You know, and we get upset with each other when in real reality was like did i really communicate the expectation or i don't feel like we've had that kind of fight though we have argument we haven't because we communicated hannah went to college for like family studies and communication so uh i feel like i i have a i wouldn't say a doctor in the house because she's not a doctor I'm definitely not a doctor not anywhere close. but somebody who's like <laughs> picking my brain sometimes i do i pick his brain and i'm like okay I feel like, I think I know what you're trying to say. I have to like try to figure it out and then reiterate to you and say, is that what you mean? Yeah. And because, so, yeah, anyway. But that's why we have the communication that we have. And that's why we've sat down. Now, we have what I call roles and responsibilities, expectations and stuff in our marriage. Now, do those change? Yes, they will change. And Especially when we start having kids. Yeah. When, when Hannah gets pregnant and we start having kids, that's... It's that's a huge change. There's going to be things that are going to change. And that's, you know, we've kind of had conversations like, hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking, you know. I've told Hannah that I've always, you know, when I come home from work, I want to be able to take the kids. I want to say I'd take them away from her. But give me some time. Give alone. Hannah some time so that she can focus on her if she wants to be a stay-at-home mom. I've always told her that it's her choice. If she wants to be a stay-at-home mom and, and you know, do that or if she wants to work part-time she can do that it's whatever she now I, I those for those of you listening i'm not clipper's not giving me permission he's oh, encouraging yeah. <laughs> yeah okay so i know what you're probably thinking you know, like wow like she's totally getting his permission all you feminists out there calm your butt down <laughs> he's not giving me permission man loves me I he's just, so selfless I he's just encouraging wanted, me i just said you're like wow good for you you gave her permission to go to work <laughs> do you tell her that she has permission to put her pants on too <laughs> so i know my husband i know what he's saying yeah he's no encouraging I, me. and so but i do want to be a stay-at-home mom i think it's very important especially in the um, child's first three years at least of life to have a mom that's closer. Now, I don't have children yet. We'll see how I feel after a year. But I'm I'm assuming that once the children get older, I can definitely pursue a career. Which that's not in the cards for me right now. Well, and we've we've talked about it too. You know, in a sense that I, you know, I'm not a parent. I'm not a dad. I just sit here and think about the future. And it's like, do I really want somebody else really raising my child? You know, because you don't. It's it, the thing is the. I would say the world's scary out there. It is. 
and you don't know what type of you could sit there and it's true i think those are have, valid concerns you could sit there and have somebody that you think is top of the world and everything else and mm-hmm. who knows and you know that's not putting any condemnation for those who really don't have a choice because Absolutely. My, i grew up in a single parent home like i grew up you know having other people look after me and i turned out just fine but we have that choice and we know that we want to be there exactly because I I think there will be different outcomes. I mean, I'm sure research supports different outcomes. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. And I, I, I think that's why I'm saying I this isn't for me to tell people how they should live their lives. All I'm trying to do is the big thing I, I would say here is talk to one another. Talk to one another about what you guys are expecting. And I would honestly, I would have that conversation before you guys actually get married. Yes, and, you're supposed to. That's what dating's for. Exactly, exactly. But a lot of times I don't think people really think far in the future about those conversations. And then th- this is where the heated arguments turn into and people start getting upset with each other. Well, I definitely know now in this feminist era that there's definitely women out there who bought into the narrative of placing career first. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm happy I have my college degree. Um, but I think we're we look at marriage and childbearing as like what we do later in life and then we end up being in our 30s and wondering why there's no eligible men to marry or oh my goodness like the fertility clock is real like i don't maybe that's probably why conversations aren't happening because we're not really thinking that far ahead because we're not placing that priority first in our lives rather than getting married growing with this person in life and then trying to pursue a career exactly so i don't know do you know where this like this kind of more stemmed from is uh hannah and i watched that show married at first sight (laughs) and it's so funny because the guy on the episode and i don't remember who it was um but he was the one that wanted the woman to he kind of grew up in a house where his mom cooked and the dad worked and i don't remember who the couple was it was the first season it was the first season and a lot of people thought you know like oh well this guy's you know I don't know what's the, I wouldn't say sexist. What would you call it? How people were calling him? Because he expected that you know to come home to a meal, right? Like, but I don't think she worked either. Did she work? I, I thought she did. I don't think she did. I could be wrong. I could Man, be. Wrong. I don't remember. Totally wrong. But the fact that I think with what you're trying to say, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, is that since he even had that expect not even expectation, but that desire, he wasn't trying to tell her what to do. Yeah, he had the desire of saying, "Hey." I would love it to have like dinner when I come home and stuff. It's like, oh no, he didn't snap, snap, snap. He's just a guy who's just trying to oppress this woman and blah 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 blah. I'm sorry. No, that's definitely Well, that's not what true. I'm saying. Like there may be guys out there who, you know, want to go to work and come home to a home cooked meal. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's if that's how you guys want to live your life, that's okay. There's been times that I, I remember coming home from work and hands like, I didn't do anything today. And I just sit there and laugh. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. She's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm just tired today. I'm like, that's okay. I know. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, okay. You didn't want to cook dinner? I'll go find something to eat. You yeah. Know? I won't eat. I guess I'll starve to death. You know, there are actually men out there that are just so happy to provide a home for their wives and just wanting them to be happy. And I want to tell women out there, for anyone who's listening, a single woman out there, there are good men out there that just genuinely want their wives to be happy. Yeah, and yeah, that's all I want. But I don't, I don't expect you know, 
just like at work, I'd at, at, even when I'm at work, I I can sit here and say, oh man, I just don't want to do this right now, and don't do it. Like we do that, but we have this expectation that like if, let's just say our wife is a stay at home wife or whatever that right she now, has yeah. yeah and let's and just say you have right. a day you didn't do anything i'm just like what i've been over here slaving away all day at work yeah, and you, you didn't know but it's like because i have that understanding you don't that. have that attitude and you know what's funny because i feel like if the the roles were switched and i was there working all day i can't say that i have the same attitude for you <laughs> i'm just saying that even so like i i mean i've been listening to this podcast woman of um what's her name Susanna Venker. And she talks about that. She talks about, you know, families who are in this position where the woman is a breadwinner and the guy isn't or he's not really doing anything. You know, we're all today about feminism and equality, but she actually has research that backs up the quality of life for those marriages and for both people involved, which, I mean, I can, I could probably say that I would probably fall into that category. Now, I'm not saying it's that like that for everyone, but. Oh, yeah. I feel like if the roles were switched and Hannah was the breadwinner and I was the stay at home man stay-at-home husband i guess i should say mm -hmm. i feel like hannah would definitely be very jealous of me and i i don't know what's the word i'm looking for but yeah i don't think you'd be too happy well you know what's funny is i think deep down honestly i do so this is something that i kind of listened to Susanna venker on but i think deep down women just want to know that they have a man that they can depend and rely on well, even if you work full-time, even if you're on the top of a corporation, I think every woman still desires a strong man. That well, and I think that's on. the issue in today's society with our generation. I would say more our generation than, I would say our generation, maybe our parents' generation, but let's just look back in, in time. The men went to work, you know, 50s and we'll just say the 50s, right? The men went to work. The women didn't really work. They were the stay-at-home wife. Mm -hmm. It was like the leave it to be revealed thing. The The problem with that, though, was you had men who, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. The pendulum, the, the pendulum is, is swinging and it's out of control because of things that happened in the past. I agree. You had, and, you know, the funny thing is I remember taking a, a I want to say sociology in college, and the guy was talking about the 50s, the leave it to be revealed time. He's like, you actually, he's like, you know that. Uh, spousal abuse was like the highest during that time, like men beating their wives. Wow. But you had that. You had... Well, sorry to cut you off, but women's and children's rights didn't actually happen until the 70s. Yeah. So that, so that you had that timeline. And so I feel like in today's time, if Hannah wasn't working, I feel like people would be like, oh my gosh, why are you not working? Today because, or back then? I would say today. And the, oh, reason, yeah. why, the reason why I say today is... I, I feel like um, men were not uh, what depended on. The men they were not reliable. They weren't reliable. I grew That's up in a, a family okay. full of men who were completely unreliable. I, only had, I grew up with all women. I really only had one uncle in a nutshell, really. That's all I ever knew. My grandpa on my on both sides. I never knew my biological father. It just was a sad story. And so, yeah, we already, I already grew up with this attitude that I couldn't rely or depend on a man based on abandonment issues, based on trauma in my life. And what I saw growing up. And so I, I do feel like in that type of situation, people would want Hannah to work because they don't want it. She's like, oh, wow, you're going to rely on that man to take care of well, you, that, which yeah. is crazy. It's it is crazy. Because yeah, we're, we're married. We're married. I know. It's like, we're married. Well, you know? so we're a unit. 
we are one. And yeah. I've had family members that, you know, come to our house and like, are you gonna are you gonna work? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Honestly, I'm like stress free right now. I love the fact that I can just work that, you know, I'm not really looking to build a career. I don't have this plan of Oh, you know, oh my gosh, if we don't work out, I don't have a career plan and stuff. Well, we have talked about it. I'm not going to lie. We have, we have talked about the fact that, like, let's just say I die. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> but we, we've talked about it. Like, if I, you know, if you, I die, well. let's just say I die. You know, I think Tana does have that, that worry, like, oh, well, you know, what would I do? How would I take care of this stuff? Because you're that's the one who So I think that's in today's society. Well, life insurance. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's why I think that's why women want to work because they don't. Let's just say, number one, men weren't reliable. Like some men were not reliable, and some of these women saw that growing up, and so they know that they can't depend on a man to take care of them. Right, and so they kind of um, compensate and then learn the skills, learn to develop a career and then provide for themselves exactly and and not everyone but some yeah and i think number two it's you know sitting here thinking about what am i going to do if this happens type of thing you know i want to know that i'm going to be taken care of and what am i going to do well i gotta say honestly a lot i think it's important for women to understand that you have your body can get pregnant and the reason i'm bringing that up is because i don't think women think as far as oh no what if one day a baby comes that changes everything that's going to change your career that's going to change your priorities and the reason i'm saying that is because we don't put that into our life plan women don't put that into their life plan because at that time do you really want to try to be single and pregnant and provide for yourself or do you want to be in a stable healthy marriage relationship depending you're you're basically going to depend on a man one day i don't think i definitely wasn't taught that it's like hey one day, if you want to get married, you're probably going to have kids and you're going to need to depend on a man. So it's like, we don't really plan ahead for that. Well, and I think that's where we have to, men, we have to provide. And, and when I, why I say that is because if you are married to a woman, she's going to get pregnant eventually, unless you guys don't want to have kids or you can't have kids or whatever. But if she gets pregnant, you don't have that income that you had before. And that's why I think it is important for men to step up and, and provide. I do agree that finding something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love what you do, find something else. You know, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't say that I was super miserable in Austin. But I would say, sit there and say that it was it was stressful on me. It, it was just a load of stress being there that... I didn't want to be there anymore because I thought about what my life was going to be like if we had kids and I didn't want that. Hence is why we moved to New Mexico mm-hmm. and the stress is a ton, just a ton different, way different. Which I'm, I'm happy for. More manageable. Good. So it can be done. I also understand that sometimes you just have to suck it up well, to that... provide. Now I have told Hannah before. <laughs> I have. <laughs> You know what I'm going to say, right? Probably. The trailer house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because when we lived in Austin, I was like, what if we just, you know, what if I could find something that wasn't as stressful, that didn't pay as much money, but we lived in a trailer house? And Han was like, uh-uh, I am not doing that. 
but that's it's understandable because in, in in our society as human beings we want to know that safety like safety is something that we care about men and women and the reason why i say men and women safety because i think women care about security well i think safety and security are the same two in the same oh, interesting interesting i think safety and security are two in the same in my opinion hmm. but i i also think men think that way too oh interesting i, I think our brains think that way and and they're in you guys can say ah oh, you're wrong but let's just no i can see what you're saying i think because i think good men I'm saying good men because not all men care about this. Genuinely care about providing for a family one day and being that main provider. Well, I wouldn't say good because now you're labeling it. If a guy doesn't want to provide for, his I family. don't want to say doesn't want to provide, but like let's just say a guy he works three not that he jobs to try provide. to provide or whatever. Not that because it's a heart intention. I'm saying that doesn't. Oh, you're doesn't saying like, value doesn't say oh well she can provide for herself. I don't care if I just impregnated her and you know okay, go with a baby no. or all right you know. The guy on the couch. Yeah. Or his wife's slaving, you know, not really helping out any anywhere else. Yeah. I'm seeing a man that has an intention. I think guys are usually already ingrained of I want to provide. I don't think women have that. I'm gonna be honest. I think women now I think there's exceptions, but I don't see women wanting to really provide for a whole home and a man, to be honest. I think women kind of look down at men if like having to provide. Or take care of a man mm -hmm. I think men usually have that instinct of I want to provide and take care of the woman and the woman's like wow I feel secure and safe and I feel like it's just like a nice beautiful balance between the two well let's say the woman's making more money than the man but let's just say he you know this is a job that he can really only work at he's doing what he can to provide what, what's your take on that scenario I think it depends on the couple because it depends on what they grew up believing. It, grew, it depends on what they believe now. Because, I mean, I know couples that are like that. And they look completely fine and healthy. And I've seen it work. So I'm not saying it's, there's a rule, but there are exceptions. I think, like, it can work. Because I was going to actually say my parents were that way. My mom actually worked at John Deere. My parents both worked. And my mom made more money than my dad. My mom worked at John Deere and my dad worked for a concrete company. You know, my dad went to high school. He went in the Marine Corps right afterwards. And, you know, I don't want to say my dad doesn't have a lot of skills. He does. But in our family, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the guys were truck drivers. You know, a lot of the males in our family, they were truck drivers. And, you know, I will say my dad worked his butt off. He, him working at the concrete company, he did a ton of work around the, the the farm with the horses and everything for that. And he was in the Marine Corps for the reserves. The difference between my mom and my dad is my mom actually went to school. Like she went to college. She got a degree. And she found a job that she can work at that she made good money. Was my mom miserable in that job? Yes. She, it was stressful. It was very stressful for her to come home and you had five rambunctious kids running around the house mm -hmm. and you know did my dad help out yeah my dad helped out we all did you know we were at that age that we cooked the dinner we did the dishes we did the cleaning there was nothing wrong that we call it chores that's just the way it is but 
I would say that she was miserable doing that. Yeah. Even though we were making a lot of money, I would say that my mom, I remember that one Christmas when she was working there, like our Christmas that year was like, my sister's got a new saddle and I got like a new bull riding rope. I remember like we got like all of this stuff that Christmas. My mom got so fed up with it when my dad went on deployment that she quit. Oh, I see. And so she quit and went, uh, like a few months later, went and worked at St. Ambrose University and making less money. Hmm. But she wasn't as stressed doing it. And she loved it. She loved working there at the, the school. That yeah. was what she liked doing. So I will sit there and say, like, I've, I've seen it, but there are some women out there who make more money than, than men, but I don't see it. If, if you're a woman and you make more money than your husband, but you love doing what you do, you absolutely love it and you're not stressed out, I don't see anything wrong with it. Of course if, not. If your man is out there and he's working as hard as he can, he's doing the same thing and he loves what he's doing and you both can be happy with that, then I think that's okay. I do think that's okay. Right, and we're not saying that it needs to be a certain way. I'm no. not saying it needs to be a certain way, but I also think that for the cases... And the many cases, I believe, for the men who may feel just depressed because either their wife's making more, they don't feel like they're contributing. I don't think we need to condemn those people either. Oh, I don't either. I really don't. But I do and sit. I do sit here and, and and think that if 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 you're and I'm going to call the women out. I guess I don't know if I got that right. Do I have a right to? Well, sure. I don't. I don't think <laughs> I, I, honestly, if you call the people listening, they're like, no. I mean, women call men out all the time. I, I, I think that if if you're a woman and you're making more money than your husband, but you're miserable in that position, and you think I have to be in this position for us to have these things, I think what you guys need to do is have a conversation of what are we sitting here paying for that we can get rid of, so that I can go find something else to do that I'm not miserable doing. Yeah. I think that's that conversation that needs to be had. If, if it's, Hey, I want my husband to get a better job. Honestly, I'm not sitting here saying that all guys can get a better job. My dad could not get a job sitting behind a desk. Right. He couldn't do it. And it's, it's not because he wasn't capable of it. It's my dad is a man who works with his hands. He actually got a job actually working for, um, Rock River Arms, which is a, a rifle company. They, hmm. you know, a gun maker and he worked for them. But I remember my dad wearing for the first time wearing like khakis to work and a polo shirt. Hmm. He did it for, you know, until he won his first deployment and he, he didn't do it after he came back. He didn't like it. He just did. That's not who he is. He likes to work with his hands. He wants to, to do. That's what the type of work he wanted to do. He wants to be outside. Right. And. Maybe that go oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, and I, I just think that's okay though. You know, that's okay. I think where we've shifted in our priorities though in life is that we want new things. We want expensive things. We want big houses. We want the brand new cell phone. We want you and me? No, no, no. I'm talking people and Oh, I was like, Oh, I don't think we're like that. No, but that's what people want. And they want those things. And then if, let's just say, the wife starts work and then she finds a job that pays for those things, she's miserable, but they're having all these nice things. It's like, can you get rid of those? Mm, yeah. And maybe that goes along with what our whole topic is, which is about roles and responsibilities. When people are dating, maybe, you know, a man needs to think about, okay, what role do I want to play? Do I want to be the main provider? Or am I okay with 
my potential wife making more than me what would well that's a conversation that needs to be had with her too exactly i'm only going to be able to make this much are you okay with this are you okay with what i'm making right and if you're in high school and in in college it may be a different story i'm not gonna lie to you guys i if if i was in high school and if i i I can i can sit here and think myself in high school i didn't think i would be where i'm at today if i was in high school i was a, a c and d student i i just i I'm not going to lie to you. I thought I was going to become a professional runner and I didn't care about anything else. Mm. <laughs> Big turn. And in college, I I wanted to go be a physical education teacher. Why? Because I want to be a professional runner and I wanted to do something that I can keep training my body for. Mm. Because I knew if I got like a full-time job, I wouldn't be able to keep running all the time. I'd be exhausted. So I, I decided to become a physical education teacher. Now, I'm not sitting here knocking on physical education teachers saying, oh, you know, that it's just a laid back job. It was just at that time, that's how I thought. Right. But then I went in the Marine Corps. And after the Marine Corps, I didn't want to go into physical education. I didn't want to deal with kids after that. And I wanted to go into project management. And I started going to school to get my master's. I started doing other things to get myself to where I'm at now. I didn't just wind up here one day. It, it took a little bit of time. I'm... 34 about to turn 34 mm-hmm. and i finally paid off my student loans and you know i didn't have uh i didn't really have a truck loan until after college like a vehicle loan i never had a vehicle loan until after college mm-hmm. and even then like most of my vehicles were 10 15 years old i didn't have my first vehicle that i i actually bought that was within two to three years until I was almost 30. You know, I didn't have a house until I was 30, like buying a house. So with all this said, like, what are you With all that, that said, is, it's, if you have that conversation in high school, or you have, let's just say your high school sweethearts, you want to get married after high school, nothing wrong with that either. Just have that understanding, like, it may not be that way. If you're thinking, oh, well, this is all I'm going to be able to do. Because I, I thought that way. I didn't think I was going to do a whole lot. So I'm definitely, when I was younger... I definitely knew I wanted a family. <laughs> oh, I know you did. I did the trajectory of college, but even then I was like, my kind of eyes were set on, I wanted to marry and I wanted kids one day. And that's kind of really taken the present of my life. And I'm, I'm totally okay with that. And I don't know, I almost feel like I have to defend my position sometimes and saying that's enough for me right now. Like, yeah, I, I do. But it was the other way around. Let's just say it's the other way around. If... Let's just say this this job you're you're getting right. Let's say you work full time, and let's say you're making more money than me. You love what you're doing. You're making more money than me. How would you perceive this marriage at that point? I wouldn't be honestly. I wouldn't be happy. Like that's not who I am. Me making more money than you, and honestly, I think that's where we balance each other out. Like I'm pretty laid back and happy to go where you lead because you're you know you have ambitions that I don't. I think that's okay. Yeah. I was always like head in the clouds, hand with feet firm on the ground. Yeah. So when, when we first met, I think we realized that. I think it's just a conversation you have to have up front, especially if you're going to get right. married now. I see if, how you guys feel, both feel about that. Like, I'm fine, my woman. Do I really want to be the sole provider? Am I okay with that? What would that look like? How much is this person making? I think just thinking about those things. Exactly. And being honest about how it would make you feel about yourself and each other now if you're married now and and you're let's just you know if you're married now 
and you're having issues with the roles and responsibilities, honestly, guys, you got to just sit down and talk through it. I just say counseling. And if you guys can't, I mean, counseling is like the best. I would say, honestly, trying to communicate with one another. And if you find yourselves that you can't communicate, then go to a counselor. That's the thing. Counselors weren't around our entire life, but they are now. And I feel like that's our go-to, but I feel like people need to try talking to one another first. I think a counselor is a a last resort if you can't figure it out because they're going to be they're going to be unbiased and they're going to tell you those things. I have a question for you. Yeah. How would you like really think about this and put yourself in the shoes like if this is actually happening? How would you feel if I was the main provider of this house? See, I wouldn't care. I would not. I actually, I, I, I wouldn't see myself. Like I controlled the money, the bills, things like that. I mean, am I working? Am I not working? What am I doing? I, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm putting myself, I'm putting my, well, if I'm a <laughs> farmer, I'm making money. So I'm putting myself in my shoes, in these shoes. I got to know what shoes I'm filling. I don't know. You have a part-time job. What's my backstory? Part-time job. All right. But dun, I'm the sole, I'm taking this... care of bills, taking care of all the finances. Okay. Well, my question back to you then is, are you happy? having a full-time job are you in a place that you would call happy well answer my question first because this is a scenario where i'm okay with that right now like I'm so just you're okay it. with it and i'm working part-time um really place yourself in those shoes because i personally think with your personality type and your drive you would not be happy yeah you would i not be happy. i don't think i would be no i don't i don't think i would like, be happy in a part-time job or i think if anybody has ever came over to our house and I, I noticed this when we had our friends over, like they were sitting there talking and I was actually doing the dishes while they were sitting there talking because <laughs> I'm just, I'm always working. I'm always doing something. Yeah. Cause I want, for me, I just want things done. So I don't think I could be the guy who could sit at home all day playing video games. I or just, feeling like, do you feel like you'd be okay with someone taking care of you and providing? No, but I think Figured. because I, and I think that's okay. I think because I've, you know, because I don't want to feel like I'm taking care of. <laughs> I, gosh, does that sound horrible? No. I I prefer to be taken care of there, financially while see, also I, contributing. And I think that's another full time job. But I don't see myself as a main provider. Well, and I think that's another thing society has looked down upon is women who say, "I want a man who can take care of me." Yes. It's like, why is that such a bad thing but for you, a woman to want that? You know what? I know. And you know what guys call that? Like, oh, she's a gold digger. What is wrong with a I woman like who wants to be taken care, care of? of. What Especially is wrong when they have that? kids one day. That's going to be so important. And you know what's funny, though? I've talked with women before that I previously worked with, and they went that path. And then, you know, we've talked because, you know, I've worked part-time, but I don't really have to worry about um, health insurance or, you know, important things of, like, bills because i mean you're basically taking care of that gladly happily and they kind of sit back and like man that like that's really hard for me like this is really hard for me this kind of life that they've chosen initially and bought into is hard for them what would you say that life is just i'm just trying to understand um that life where i'm gonna be a strong independent woman that doesn't need a man and i'm gonna strong independent woman that don't need no man right you can be a strong independent woman yeah but eventually, uh, when you get married, if you have kids one day, that's going to change your priorities and things. It's going to look different, I'm sure. Well, I think, again, that was, you know. And I think women just need to consider that. I think they can still have career and, you know, ambition. Like, if they're ambitious and go for that. But I think 
to consider that the fact that God did make us different biologically, we carry children, and that does play a factor well, and into that our was, life trajectory. Like, I think that's a major difference. And that was what, you know, God created man, and it was good. But what God saw was man alone, and that was not good. And that's why he created woman. That's why he created Eve, and he brought Eve into Adam's life. Because there's something missing there. There is something missing. I I don't want people thinking, you know, call me a homophobe or anything else, but that is why men and women were meant to get married. Just because you disagree and you have different theology does not make you homophobe. Well, I don't here's my here's my take on things, guys. Again, I'm going to live my life and worry about my life. And I'm gonna worry about our life and our kids and how we raise our kids. I don't give a crap how people raise their kids yeah, that's now unless you're beating your kids then i'm gonna have an issue with it right i mean i could see that i'm i'm not gonna turn my head a lot of people would be like oh well you're just one of those christians and that just turns your head to to sin and you know just lives in the world that's not what i said either that's not what i said but i'm not gonna tell people how to live their life either because first of all i don't feel like i'm qualified because i don't either and here's the issue and this is why i am a sinner I have sinned. For me to go around judging people because how they want to live their life, it would be hypocritical because of how I lived my life. I didn't know Jesus at that time. I didn't know I didn't know anything about those things. There was a time that I did know Jesus. I knew Jesus existed and I turned my back on him and I still went and sinned. So I have no right to tell people how to live their lives and that. But what I am sitting here saying is, because this is what the truth is in the Bible, and that's what we're focused on, is God saw Adam alone, and that was not good, and that's why he created Eve. And that's why men and women are meant to get married and be with one another in that scenario. That is why. And men and women are different. We're we're created. We're equal in value. Correct. But God made us very different. I always like to tell the scenario of things. Hannah can tell me something, and she can say something mean to me. And the way Hannah says something mean to me would hit me like a twenty-two caliber caliber bullet. And if you don't it's know what that like is, not it's a hard, is it? Well, I mean, it's just a it's a little tiny bullet. You can't well, see my like finger, a but it's like pretty hurt. But that's just me. <laughs> but I can say the same thing back to Hannah, and it would be like I'm dropping a one five five round on my wife. And if you don't know what that is, that's like the howitzer round that shoots out of those cannons. That's what that is. It's a big round. Mm. It's like when when Artie. It's like we call it an artillery round. I could say the same thing because Hannah and I are different in that capability. As individuals. We're not saying men not are all women. hardcore and women are these soft, dainty flowers. Please don't misunderstand. But that's how we are individually different. But that, I mean, we are. We're different. And it's great. God created us in his image but he created us in a, our own unique way i'm 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 rough around the edges i know it mm-hmm. my wife is the sweetest person in the world no thanks babe uh, i'm not being biased when i say it i just if everybody has meet, met her <laughs> they will say the same thing so we're different and you know god has seen that he's he's seen that and it's okay to be different and it's okay for our marriage to be different than what everybody else's marriage looks like i agree ours doesn't have to look exactly like this person's over here right and if you are so focused on that person's you are going to lose focus on your own 
that's the other issue I think people run into is they see how these people act over here and they want that. They want to act that way, but they don't see what happens inside. They see what happens on the outside. What are you talking about? I don't understand. Um, Cause I feel like you're generalizing. I don't understand. Well, I'm not kind of generalizing. I'm just saying like, they see a couple that they want to be like, well, let's just say leave it to Beaver, right? We all want to live in this lit, leave it to Beaverville, but not a lot of people knew in 1950 men were abusing their wives. Right. Yeah. So you could sit there and see on the outside, oh, this looks like a great family. And on the inside, he's beating his wife. Mm -hmm. So my, my thing is, if you're so, if you're focused on that, you're only seeing the outside of the, this couple. I'm not sitting there generalizing that everybody's, you know, all the husbands are beating their wives. Like, you know, it looks like it's great on the inside, but you know, it's not. Right. Cause my, my, my point is focus on yourself, focus on your own marriage. Focus on your own life. Don't be worried about what everybody else is doing around you. Focus on what can I do as a husband to take care of my wife to for our marriage to succeed. Focus on Jesus. Yeah. And the reason I'm saying that is because I think we get fixed on, as Christians, at least what I know, the what it should look like based on the Bible, what a husband and wife should look like rather than just on Jesus and how he can shape us as husbands and wives and that was so that was kind of what I, I I was digging into was in the Bible how husband and wife should be and it wasn't as I wouldn't say it wasn't a set clear of inst instructions it tells us kind of how to act with one another and everything else but and then people interpret it differently too correct but at the end of the day it, it, we're helpers we're, we're we're one we work together we, we work together to survive, not survive our marriage, but for our marriage to survive, for our marriage to flourish. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we, that's what we do. And I think that's all I wanted to really focus on. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say, because we know that we brought up a little hot button topics, but we also know that there's so many family structures out there that work well. And the thing is, God brought you guys together. If you were married, God joined you guys together. And so we're not saying that you have to change your family structure. We're just genuinely interested in how it's affected your family, how you've decided to work within roles and responsibilities between your husband or your wife. And I mean, yeah. So, okay. So it's miles, right? It's miles. Number two miles life at outlook.com. And I want you guys to respond. And I want you guys to reach out to us and, and tell, yeah, please. We, we opened an email just for this and I've gotten <laughs> zero email. I got an email from the Microsoft team and I was like, right. no, I want you guys to reach out. I want you guys to reach out and first tell us, you know, what your guys' dynamic looks like in, in, in your marriage. And if I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, air your dirty laundry out, <laughs> but tell me, you know, what do you guys think? You know? Do you think it works the way you guys have things going? And, you know, and I'm going to reach out to, I'm, I'm sure there's a, a different dynamic of people, but I want to, you know, the people who the wives stay at home and, and take care of the kids or a stay at home wife and the husband works. I want to hear about that dynamic and, and what you guys kind of go through on that. I'd like to hear from uh, a couple who's, uh, who the wife uh, works and the husband works. And I really like to hear from a wife who maybe makes more, more income than their husband. Than their husband. And how does that work? And maybe and, and, with or without children. And that'd be cool. And if if you're not married and, and you're maybe, 
you know, engaged or, or dating or you're just single. Have you thought about these things? Have you thought about it? And what kind of family structure are you thinking for your family? And what be? questions you might have for us and in, in, in what we've been... In our journey. In our journey. And if you guys just got just general questions at all, I mean, please email us and, and we'll, you know, I, I'm sorry, guys. I, I really want to do a better job with, with these podcasts. I got into doing this because I wanted to do something with my wife. This, you know, a quality time thing. So I want to do a better job at this. And I think we're doing pretty good. I mean, we skipped two weeks. Oh, no, we didn't do good on that. <laughs> no, we did terrible. I understand I think we're doing not great. doing an episode while we were moving, but the fact that we are moved now. I know. Thank you. Thank you guys for, for, taking, the for taking the time to listen to what we had to say. <laughs> we just <laughs> end cut. So this is Miles to Life podcast. Miles to Miles Life podcast. I did say that. He's a Miles to Life. Did I? <laughs> yes, you did. All right. This is Miles to Miles Life podcast. I am Clifford. And I'm Hannah. And I hope to talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.